What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 13 of the 3 and Out podcast. I am back with my co-host, Moneymaker Chris. Chris, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? We're back. Trying to give you guys some a uh, little bit of normalcy in this uh, stuff that's been going on. Hoping you guys are out there staying safe Definitely. and not getting a little stir crazy. Right, <laughs> but, right um, of course, of course. We're, we're back to the grind for a little bit, and uh, we'll definitely be back with normal shows once the uh, NFL season actually kicks off. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So uh, with this show, guys, we're just going to cover some uh, some of what's been going on in the offseason, some free agency signings and yeah, some big signings, things like that. We're also going to discuss apparently the new format that the NFL wants to implicate for the playoffs. Um, me and Chris will give our opinions on that. And then, of course, at the end of the show, we'll shoot you guys a question that you can uh, answer on Twitter. And you guys can also send us questions on Twitter. So uh, let's get down to business. But first, uh, Chris, how have you been, man? I've been doing good, man. Since the last time we did a show, man, I was right around Super Bowl time, I believe. We did like our um post show yep. after the Super Bowl. That was the last show we did. But I've been been doing good, man. Especially, you know, with all this going on with this coronavirus and everything. There's been a lot of, you know, craziness going on, kinda of adjusting and adapting with that. But, you know, doing stuff like this and doing my writing and stuff, that's been kinda of keeping me busy. I've had more time to do stuff like that. So just trying to, you know, stay focused with all all the stuff that's going on right now. I mean, the same thing here, man, same thing. And, you know, guys, we can't, you know, can't reiterate it enough again. You guys, just be safe out there. Definitely. Just Definitely. Watch, you know, just, just stay safe. Wash your hands, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, good vibes for everyone here at the, the Three and Out podcast family and the, the uh, everyone else out there, you know? Yeah. So oh, good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Positive vibes out there. Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> If you can't, if you gotta go out, go out quick. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, stay home. Stay Unless home. You need if a you don't have to go out, stay home. Exactly. There you go. There you go. So, um, I feel I found a little thing to help us here, Chris, with this. Uh, some of these signings that we got. Oh, cool, cool. So apparently, ESPN posted a article about an hour ago. The most fifth or the um, most impactful moves and offseason goals for each of the NFL's 32 teams. Um, one of the big ones I did not know about was Buffalo sign or getting uh, Stefan Diggs. Oh, yeah, you didn't know about that one? Yeah, that was one of the early I moves. I did not know about that. Yeah, that was one of the early moves that went down. Yeah, I knew about that one. I think uh, from what it looks like, uh, Buffalo has made some moves. They got Mario Addison... Quentin Jefferson, Josh Norman, AJ Klein, and Stefan Diggs. I mean, that team was impressive last year. I think with the help of Stefan, I mean, I think we're going to see a a super or maybe not a Super Bowl bound, but definitely a late round playoff bound Buffalo team. Definitely, because the last year they were doing all about like their defense last year. Their defense was really strong, but now you add a Stephon Diggs, you know, the dynamic uh, playmaker on offense now. 
they're just going to be even better next year. Watch out for Buffalo next year. They're going to take another. I think they're going to take another step in their progression next uh, next um, season. Yeah, definitely think that they're going to be a team to uh, to look out for. Uh, let's see who. What else we got? Two former top pick quarterbacks, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton, need new homes. Huh. I don't. Where do you see Jameis Winston going? Do you think? That's tough, man. I mean, I think the thing that kind of did him a disservice, the reason he's kind of still out there, those 30 turnovers last year. He had 30 touchdowns, but he had 30 um, interceptions as well. I think if he goes somewhere, he's going to probably go somewhere and probably end up being like a backup somewhere. Go to like the Packers and back up Aaron Rodgers. Go to Seattle and back up like, you know, Russell Wilson. Go back up one of those, you know, quarterbacks and sit behind them and kind of learn. For a season, sign like a one-year deal with one of those teams and kind of learn for a season because I don't see him starting, especially at this point in the offseason. With the draft coming up and everything, too, most people have kind of got their quarterbacks already in place. I don't see him getting a starting job unless a major injury happens or something like that. I can see him going someplace and, like, you know, backing up somebody for the, um, at least for yeah, the season. I definitely agree with you. I don't see him – I don't see him starting, especially with this, you know, this draft class. It seems to be – you have a lot of big quarterback. You know, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be quarterback heavy in the first mm-hmm. round, mm-hmm. just because some of the names you got in this upcoming draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see Jameis starting. Um, the only place I could probably see him starting maybe is if he goes to Cincy. Yeah, I can see some place like that. Yeah, but again, if since he plans on what everyone thinks they're going to do, yeah, since they, he goes, they go, Burrow, yeah, they they they're going to go. They're going to ride with him. I think they're not going to have you know Winston starting. They go with Burrow. I mean, that definitely wouldn't be a bad one to, you know, comp- no, you know Winston. Winston all, teaching. Man. Winston's still that veteran mind that can teach mm-hmm. Burrow certain mm-hmm. things, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you can get him. You can get him cheap. <laughs> oh yeah, you're definitely gonna get him on the cheap. He's not. His asking price is not gonna be that high. You can definitely get him for a very good deal right now. And then it looks like we got the Miami Dolphins. Um, signed Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Shaq Lawson, Eric Flowers, and Jordan Howard. Yeah, Dolphins Jordan, make some moves this offseason. Jordan Howard's definitely going to help that run game. Oh, big time. Big time, man. And it looks like biggest, so the biggest question for Dallas, or for the Dolphins is quarterback. Um, so who do you think they're going to go in the draft, do you see them going Tua, Herbert, or do you see them picking up Jordan Love? Now, I've heard a lot of things about them in the draft. A lot of the mock drafts, like the mock draft I, I last I saw, the ESPN one, has them taking, taking Tua at number five. And I've also heard that they're interested in Burrow, too, and they were trying to trade up and trying to get that top pick as well. But I don't see the Bengals giving it up. I, if, if they get anybody, it's definitely going to probably be Tua. I think I can see them trying to, trying to get Tua some kind of way. I could see the Bengals giving it up if Miami gives up two of their three. Possible. It'd have to be a good they, they, they have three in this first round, right? Say it again? They have three in this first round, right? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I can see Cincy I can see Cincy getting rid of that first pick if Miami either gives two but all three or two of their three. It's possible. Like I say, it definitely has to be a deal that's going to knock them off their feet. And if they, if they, they offer that, they would definitely, you know, kind of hit them out about it, I would think. 
if that happens, then you know Miami's going Burrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, too. Because I've heard that they're interested in him, too. They, they like Burrow a lot, too. They like Tua, but they also like Burrow as well. They like both of them. Do you see Tua going to the first round, though? At first, I had my doubts because of that whole injury situation. But according to like, uh-huh. the latest reports and stuff I've heard of, and he was on ESPN, I believe it was yesterday he was talking. They said he's like he feels good, he feels like 100%. So I think he's definitely going to go in that first round. But if he was still dealing with that injury problem, I could see him dropping either the late first round or even second round. But right now, I definitely see him going in that top part of the draft, top half of the draft. I mean, it's definitely – no, that's definitely uh... – a possibility we'll have to see when the draft happens. Uh, there most likely will be a draft show with uh, with us as well. Yeah, yeah. So they, they say the draft's going to be on time. So hopefully they keep it, you know, keep it on time. All right, next on our list, we got a big discussion. <laughs> mm-hmm. The New England Patriots. Oh, yes. <laughs> signing Joe Tooney, franchise tagging him, I should say, Devin McCourty. Matthew Slater, Bo Allen, and Adrian Phillips. Now, the one thing we all know and we all saw coming once he moved his stuff out of his condo or whatever in in New England, or Massachusetts, I think it was Massachusetts or Connecticut, one of the two, mm-hmm. um, we all knew Tom Brady was out the door. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Now, it. was it a shock to you where he went? Yes, because that was the last place I would have thought he was going to go. Because I know they were saying, they were talking about Tampa Bay. I said, he's, he's not going to Tampa Bay. I had him going to the Chargers. I said, the Chargers, he was going to go there. Or I thought he might go to Tennessee because um, Mike Vrabel was the coach there. So, you know, of course, they know each other. But once they resigned um, Ryan, uh, Ryan Tannehill, I said, oh, well, he's not going there. And I said, well, he's probably going to end up going to the Chargers. And then when they said, now that he was going to Tampa Bay, I'm like, Tampa Bay? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, of all the teams for him to go to, he chooses Tampa Bay. I'm like, I mean, wow. I, I think Tom, Tom Brady's one of them teams who can make anybody look good. I don't think it's going to happen for Tampa. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was talking to this with Jay. I mean, that, that's a tough division with the Saints <laughs> and Drew Brees. Even the Panthers now with uh, Teddy Bridgewater over there as quarterback. They got a new coach over there. Still, the, I wouldn't count the Falcons out with um, Matt Ryan and they signed uh, Gurley and everything over there. That's going to be a tough division. It's not going to be a cakewalk for them. I think they'll do good and they'll be competitive, but they're just going to run through that division and just easily walk into the playoffs? I don't think so. Now, that's the question. Do Does New England go quarterback in the first round? I would, I would, I would think that they... I would think so, most definitely. Whether they trade up or they kind of stay back and try to try to get somebody, I think they're definitely going to take a quarterback and start developing them. Okay. You don't think he'll start right off the bat, though? It's possible. It depends on, depends on who they pick up. If they pick up somebody, like, in the first round, then possibly. But if they pick up somebody, like, the later rounds, I see them probably sitting for a little while. So if they take if they if they take like a Jordan Love or a Tua Tonga or they take yeah if they get somebody like that somebody like that then they're probably gonna start if they get anybody else they're probably gonna sit for a little while they got Brian Hoyer and the other guy that's been there for a while they said that they like too can't think of his what is it um Cody Kessler yeah yeah him yeah yeah they say they supposedly like him so they're gonna try to give him a chance at the starting job but don't they got a guy named like Stedman too or um Stedham or something Steedham. Something like that. Let me, let me let me look that up. 
But I know that know that they're gonna, gonna kind of roll with the guys that they have. So. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, they were they, they got tutelaged under Tom Brady. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right, it's Brady and Belichick. So you think they'd be confident in the guys that they got? Yeah, Jared uh, Stidham. That's that, that's the guy's name. Okay. I mean, they may roll with him. And I mean, you got Brian Hoyer, who's not horrible. No, he's not. And he's been and Cody before. Kessler. I mean, might shock everybody. Yeah. That's very, very true. You just never know. Like I said, in that system, you know, you just you just don't know. So now we got New York. The Jets signed Brashad Perryman, Connor McGovern, mm-hmm. George Fant, Pierre Desire, Desir, mm-hmm. Greg Van Roten, mm-hmm. Jordan Jenkins. Interesting. Definitely some. I think uh, Perryman. I mean, we've all we've all quoted as the Jets are the place where players go to die. So pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Um, that'll that'll definitely be. It'll be interesting to see what they can do. I mean, that's a lot of players. They, they've been making some moves. Um, I mean, they got a lot of. They got a good. They got two a guard and a center, so they're trying to build up that offensive line. So. Yeah, protect, uh, definitely have to see what they do there. Sam Donald. I guess they figure now, you know, Brady out of that division. I figure, you know, hey, the division's up for grabs now. <laughs> you know, I think the Bills will be the favorite to win that division, but they say, hey, we got good chances. Anybody, you know, you know, once the season starts, it's a clean slate. It's anybody's game. So there you go. Uh, next is my boys, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Ravens signed Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf. Franchise tag linebacker Matthew Judon and signed cornerback Jimmy Smith. Um, Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf, that that two defensive ends, I think Baltimore's trying to build up that defensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what look what uh Derek Henry did to that defensive yeah, line. Yeah, he, he destroyed him, man. So I definitely think that's that's something that they're trying to I think they're trying to build up that that Baltimore defensive line to what it was years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of like the Ray Lewis era. But you ain't gonna have a repeat repeat of that defense. That defense was untouchable. Yeah, you're not. But if you can get close and at least be you know respectable, you know you can deal with that. But you're not gonna get to that level where you had Ray Lewis and those guys. No, because that was that was that defense where you went out there as a rookie and you were shaking in your boots because I'm like, okay. Ed Reed could pop me. Ray Lewis could pop me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. <laughs> That's right. I'm good. Yeah, I'm okay. And, <laughs> and you even had Eric Weddle who could lay the boom on somebody if he needed to. Yeah. Terrell Suggs and everything, too. Y'all had a very strong defense out there, man. Definitely. I mean, I don't – defensive ends, I mean, it's, it's great pickups for Baltimore's defense. I just – I think it's, it's them trying to build their defense because of – you got guys now who are coming in this league who are like Derrick Henry. You know, they run angry. They mm-hmm. run Physical hard. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Cincinnati, moving on to, to them, they got A.J. Green, D.J. Redder, Trey Wayans, and Von Bell. Uh, wasn't A.J. Green, didn't he play for the Bengals at one point? 
Yeah, he's been there. Yeah, he's, he's been there all the time. He just he just been hurt. That's the only thing. He's been hurt. He's been hurt the last. Okay, so they just basically resigned him again. Yeah, they, they just, they, they, just they, they, okay. They gave him the um, gave him the franchise tax. I figured he was out of there, but I guess figured since they probably gonna go Burrow, I figured they just gotta have somebody to throw to. So I figured you know at least give him the franchise tag and see how he does. Hopefully he stays healthy because that's the big that's been the big issue with him when he's healthy. He's easily one of the top five wide receivers in the league, but just you know health has been like a, killing him the last couple of seasons. It'll definitely be something to uh, you got. You got to give uh, Burrow, who most likely is landing in. He is landing in in, in uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So you definitely got to give him some uh, some stuff. Yo, yeah, he's got to have some weapons to work with. Okay, looks like the Browns brought in Case Keenum. Yes, they brought him. Like, give him like a three year deal. They signed Cooper, Austin Cooper, the tight end. Got him Austin. Too. Austin Hooper, Carl Joseph, and Jack Conklin. Hmm. So they're definitely trying to build up a squad over there. Yeah, hopefully they can hopefully they'll do work for them this time around. I was hyping them up last offseason. <laughs> they didn't work out. Hopefully they can get it together this season. Because there's talent <laughs> on that team. But it's just, that's, you know, they just got to put it all together. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, death of my rivals now. We're, we're getting to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh signs Eric Ebron. Mm. Um, who I was surprised was actually let to go, let free, let to go for free agency because you knew damn well he wasn't going to last in free agency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not at all, man. Eric Ebron was too good of a caliber of a player to last, so mm-hmm. I don't know if they, him and his team, just didn't meet a financial agreement or something, or he they they paid him a sufficient number in anyone else's mind, and he was just like, no, nah, I'm going to test free agency. But, um, I mean, that would have that's a caliber of player where I'm, I'm going to try and work out something with you to give you what you need yeah. to keep you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without question, man. Without question. So they definitely have a, uh, a scarier uh, offense now. They do. That they do. Then they signed offensive lineman Stefan Wyninski. And of course, they kept uh, one of the Watt brothers at go. fullback. There you go. Cool. So that's that's been some good news. Looks like we only got two moves for Houston. Uh, that's what I mean. That's what it's uh, listing. Uh, Bradley Roby and Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. And of course, they. Traded. I think Randall Cobb's there to to replace that. Uh, didn't they get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, or didn't he get free agency? Yeah, they they they, they actually traded him. They traded him to Arizona for um David David Johnson, and some picks and some uh, draft picks. But I was like surprised. That's like one of the big like shockers. I heard rumors were going around that he was probably going to be traded. I think he was like coming up on a contract year. I don't know if they wanted to pay him or not. And when they found out they actually traded him, I'm like, really? That's like one of the top receivers in the league. <laughs> I mean, great for Arizona. Over there with a great for yeah, great for Arizona, but I don't. I bringing in Randall Cobb, that's not gonna fill that void. That not at all. I mean, he's not a bad <laughs> receiver, but he's not he's not DeAndre Hopkins now. No, no. I mean, and, and Randall Cobb's what? Isn't he getting up there in age too? I believe he is. He's an older receiver. I think he was in Green Bay all that time, and he was in Dallas uh, last year. But he's he's no spring chicken. Let me let me check his age. But yeah, man, that, 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 I was like, wow. Unbelievable, man. And apparently De- uh, Deshaun Watson is eligible for his extension this offseason. And they, uh, they're they trying to exp- extend 
left tackle Laramie Tunsil's contract. Hmm. So hopefully they can get some, bring some of these guys back. Hopefully, hopefully so, man. Like I said, maybe that's one of the reasons they traded Hopkins. But still, I, I, I wouldn't have did that if I was, was there. <laughs> Not a good look, man. Next, we got the former Baltimore team, the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. signing my boy. Your boy. That's right. Phillip Rivers. That's um. Right. Who definitely, I mean, he, he didn't have weapons. I mean, he had weapons in San Diego, but he's got some weapons with this Indianapolis Colts team. Mm-hmm. You still think he's got something left, though? You still think he can play? I think he's got one year left. One year left, and then that's it? I think I think he's got a year left, and I think if he doesn't do anything, he's going to, re- whether or not he does something or doesn't, he's going to retire. I think Phil. I think Phil's got one year left in him. I think, you know, it's Tom Brady's going to set that bar of okay, how old do, can I be and still play? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if we look at Tom Brady this past season, he wasn't the Tom Brady of old. No, he wasn't. You know, you could definitely tell that the age was definitely a playing a factor. Mm-hmm. Even without the lack, even with the lack of weapons and everything, he was definitely showing you know his signs of you know age last season. Definitely. So I definitely think you know Philip looking at you know his age, and I, I think he's he's going to be one of those guys like you know I'm not going to try and be you know 45 and, oh. and still doing this. He's but um, right now he's 38. Philip Rivers? Yeah, he's 38 years old. Yeah, I give him till about. Yeah, I give him this season. Maybe depending on what he does and how many hits he takes, maybe another. Um, but I don't see. I mean, they only signed him for one year, so one year contract, yeah. One year at twenty five million. So I think, I think what you, what they did was, I think you bring in Philip Rivers, and I think you have Bursett, who I think is going to be your your future uh, quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think you have Philip teach him. Yeah. And 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 basically, you know, tighten up his skills a little bit, you know, smooth them out, you know, get rid of some of the rough edges. Um, but I definitely see Philip starting, but I definitely see him also being there as a mentor to Jacoby. Mm-hmm. And he can learn a, he can learn a lot from him. Like I say, he's been around the league a long time, since I think like two thousand and four. He could definitely learn a lot from having Rivers there. On the team. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works. Like, even last year, like I said, even last year, he threw for over 4,615 4, passing yards, 23 touchdowns. He had a lot of interceptions, 20, but he still put up, you know, almost 5,000 yards last year. He still put up the river numbers. That's what I'm, I'm trying to argue. You. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. He put up numbers. So I can only imagine. He put up Hall of Fame numbers without – he's going to be a Hall of Famer without a Super Bowl. I'm calling it first round, first ballot Hall of Famer without a Super Bowl ring. I'm calling it now, Philip Rivers. <laughs> there you go, defend your boy. There you go. <laughs> I've I've been a Rivers fan for a long time, and it's just I think I I knew it. I knew I saw it coming. I just didn't know where he was going to go when he went to the Colts. That's a forbidden word in this household. So I was just kind of like. I can't get a Philip Rivers jersey because I can't bring it in the house. But I definitely think he's got definitely got some offensive weapons that 
might help that one escaping accessory be closer into his grasp. Um, so I definitely, I maybe I see the Colts probably championship, you know, division championship game, mm-hmm. maybe a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I like to see the Rivers at least. Definitely, I like to see him win a Super Bowl, but at least get to one. I mean, at least say, hey, yeah. at least I played in a Super Bowl. He didn't, he didn't even got to a Super Bowl. Yeah, de- definitely, just you know, get, get him, get him to one. Uh, Jacksonville signs Tyler Eifert and Joe Schobert. Uh, they spent some big money in the free agency. Um, Schobert, they gave five years at $53 million, and Eifert got two at 15.5. There you go. So it's de- definitely, uh, definitely it will help, uh, Miles Jack get some of the, uh, the uh, pressure off of him, and I think help him a little bit better because you bring in another linebacker, you know, Joe Sh- uh, Schobert. So it's definitely going to help Miles Jack a little bit. I think it'll help his numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Tennessee Titans sign, r- signing Ryan Tannehill. Jay's boy. <laughs> <laughs> Derrick Henry and Vic Beasley Jr. You knew Derrick Henry wasn't going nowhere. Oh, you 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 knew that. They would be if they'd have let him go. They would have been fools to let that man go. The way that, <laughs> he played that man, they would have been foolish to let him just walk. And Tannehill, Tannehill's got a permanent home. It looks like. Um, and Vic Beasley Jr. will definitely, uh, definitely help that defense. Big time for sure, man. He can definitely he can definitely ball out. And then we got Denver Broncos signing Melvin Gordon oh, yeah. and Jarrell Casey. I like the Gordon move, man. That's, that's definitely helped their running game because Denver's always been known for running the football, so that's a definitely a good look for them. Definitely, definitely. Um, Kansas City apparently has made no moves. Wow. Well, I guess, you know, they figured, hey, we're Super Bowl champions. So I guess we figured we're um, from what right here, it looks like it says offseason goals, the Chiefs. Signaled that they were content to try and make another championship run with mostly the same roster that got them to the victory in the Super Bowl. Extremely short after the Chiefs named defensive tack defensive tackle Chris their franchise player and retained wide receiver Sammy Watkins using on his ex- existing contract. That's cool. Um, allowing Jones to get to free agency and releasing Watkins would have saved the Chiefs thirty million dollars in salary cap. Okay. Um, I mean, you and me have, you know, I've lived, we're, we're old enough, we live by the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, and that team ain't broke. <laughs> Not far from it. As long as you got number 15 there slinging that football and you got Andy Reid on the sideline coaching, you're good. <laughs> uh, what do you think? You see them repeating? I could definitely see them repeat. I could definitely see them. I mean, it's hard to say because NFL is always like game to game, week to week, year to year. But I definitely think they could be the favorites. If anybody could knock them off, I could see Baltimore kind of, you know, maybe taking it. But I could definitely see the Chiefs, you know, winning another one. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I, it's it's going to be tough, you know. But, I, I mean, I like I like uh, uh, Mahomes, but if Philip gets up there, man, it's gonna be a this gonna be a, a Phil, it's gonna be the Philip River show for me. I <laughs> know <laughs> you're gonna show up for your boy. Let's get get one, just get one. 
And, that, and that's the whole, that'll be my whole thing. I'll be like, man, my home's like, I got a jersey. I got a home jersey and everything like that, but my boy's got to get one. He's got to get one. He's got to. Like, so coming out of that, that draft, no, Eli's got a couple. Uh, Roethlisberger's got a couple. He's the only one in that, in that draft that doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. So at least, you know, at least, at least get there. At least get there. Say you played in the Super Bowl. And um, the now changed to the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas. Um, Marquis signings, Corey Littleton, Marcus Mariota, Jason Witten, um, Nick Swatowski, as we call him, the tackle in Russian, um, Malik Collins, Eli Apple, Carl Nassib, Nelson Aguilar, and Jeff Heath. So definitely making some big moves. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Mariota, I mean, definitely will be something to help that team. And Jason Witten, I mean, you're getting a veteran tight end. Mm-hmm. Mr. Reliable, man. Like I said, you need, you know, a short yard, you need a first down, you need a touchdown on the goal line. That's your guy. <laughs> and, I mean, and I think it'll definitely help. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. The Raiders have a loyal fan base, but that's Oakland. Mm-hmm. I think with these signings like Jason Witten, you know, Mariota, you know, uh, not, you know, other names like Eli Apple, Nelson mm-hmm. Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Um, you're try- I think you're trying to, to get those Vegas fans in the seats. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, Oakland's, like I said, Oakland's got that diehard fan base. But how many Oakland fans are going to follow the Raiders to Vegas? That's very true. I'm sure you have some, but I think this is more like, say, building up that fan base, getting those Las Vegas fans to say, hey, you know, we're here, you know, we got a product that, you know, is worth, you know, worth you coming out to the stadium to check out. So they're definitely trying to make some moves to fill, fill up those seats out there in Vegas. And I mean, and, and that's why definitely if you looked at when you heard about Tom Brady, like you're looking at, OK, he's going to go to Ve- he's going to go. to Yeah, I thought that Vegas. was going to be a possibility for him, too. Yeah, because they said they, they were offering him like a two year contract for about the same thing. I think the um, Tampa was offering him, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I think definitely bringing in like Jason Witten. I mean, Jason Witten's up there in age. But like I said, you know, like I was just saying, like, that's that's a name thing. You know, that's when mm-hmm. you move and all of a sudden you sign in a dude like LeBron James. Mm hmm. You know, if like you were OKC or you're, you're, you're the Pelicans, you're going to bring in a name like James or Derrick Rose or something like that to put fans in the seats because you've got a big superstar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's very you know? leadership, too. That's a good guy to have in the locker room as well. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, you got that big name in Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and no offense to Jason Witten's skill, t- you know, he's still a great tight end, you know. And I'm not trying to, you know, put him down or anything by saying he's he's being used now as just the ticket sale and a name. No, the man can still ball out. Oh, he proved that last year. Yeah, he can he can still play. Like I always say, that's that's Mr. Reliable. Like I said, you need a first down. You know, he's he's there. He's open. <laughs> just get him the ball. Exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see. The Chargers losing uh, Philip Rivers, of course. Um, they signed Brian Belug- Belugia. Mm-hmm. Balaga, Chris Harris, Linval Joseph, and Nick Vigil. Alrighty. So, do you see um, the Chargers going quarterback in the draft? It's possible they could definitely go quarterback in the draft because they got right now. I think Tyrod Taylor would be the quarterback. I mean, he's been around the league. I think he's been with the Bills. He's been um, in Cleveland for a little bit. He's okay, but I definitely I think see he was him. a Raven too, wasn't he? I believe so. I think he was with 
in Baltimore for a little bit too. So he's been kind of bouncing around the league and everything. And he's definitely play, but I could definitely see them. I think they got like the fourth pick, I believe. So they could be in the you know mix for like a two or one of the top top um quarterbacks. Yeah, they got the number six pick. They got the number six pick in the draft. So let's see. So we got Dallas. Your your uh, rivals there. Oh yes. Um, keeping Amari Cooper, Sean Lee. Uh, let's see, getting Gerald McCoy, Dontari Poe, signing Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and Greg the Leg Zerline. Um, how do you feel about the 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 Clinton Dix signing for for the Cowboys? What do you think of that one? That's a good one. He's another guy that's kind of been bounced around because he was in Green Bay for all those years and he played for Redskins for a little bit and he was in Chicago last year. He's still a good safety. That's been one of the things, you know, that's been, you know, plaguing Dallas for a while, that secondary. So he's definitely going to help them in that secondary. I, I like them picking up Ha-Ha Clinton Dix. He's a, he's a good safety. That's, that's a good look for them. Now, from what when we all first saw this free agency stuff signing, the signings happening, uh, Dak Prescott was one of the big names hitting for the free agency market. Um, Dak Prescott wanted $140 million from what I heard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think Dallas didn't pay him that and just decided to franchise tag him? Do you think that they're kind of losing their faith in, in you know, the prodigal son of the Dallas Cowboys offense? I believe they are, because I called that. I said, they're not going to give him a contract. Even though I think he deserves his money, he should get paid. But I said, they, they, they're going to franchise tag him. They're going to put the franchise tag on him. And I, because it's been very inconsistent. That first year he came in there, the rookie season, he played really well. He took Tony Romo's job. And everybody was like, oh, Dak Prescott, you know, he's cool, calm in the pocket, he can play. <laughs> and then, you know, they went to the playoffs, they lost. They missed the playoffs the next season. They went to the playoffs. And this season, you know, where they were hyping him up to go to the Super Bowl, they didn't even make the playoffs. So I think there's still, even though Dak has put up good numbers and has been good for Dallas, I think there's still some doubt that we really want to give this guy, you know, I think he was like a fourth-round pick. I think there's still there's some hesitation there about giving him a long-term deal. Even though I feel he deserves his money, there's still a little hesitation there. I mean, and I, and I can agree with you. I don't think Dak can't, you know, he stepped into this while you were saying, like, feeling Tony Romo's shoes. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, those weren't very big shoes to fill. No, and I know I'm probably gonna hear it from Dallas Cowboy fans. Mm-hmm. I I live with a Dallas Cowboy fan who absolutely hated Tony Romo, <laughs> despised him to no end. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were very big shoes to fill, and that's why I think Dallas is kind of looking at it as like, well, in these prove me games that we, you know, that every every season there's that that prove me game where you got to go show up against your division rivals or things like that. I don't think Dak did enough in those show me what you got kind of games mm-hmm. to where they have that faith. Because, mm-hmm. like, last season, they only beat, like, one or a couple of teams with winning records. A lot of the teams that were, you know, had losing records, they were beating them easy when they were playing, um, playing like, the Saints, playing the Vikings, playing the Bills, playing some of these teams that actually had winning records. He wasn't showing up. He wasn't making the plays, you know, like, you know. And, did, and didn't they lose to a team that hadn't won anything? I believe so. I believe they lost to the they lost to the Jets. Like when um oh, Sam Donald he came back from that mono that he had, they lost to the Jets. I'm like, yeah, and the Jets didn't the Jets put up like forty on him or something. They like did. That? The Jets, Jets, Jets were balling that game. I'm like, what is what is this? 
That was, if I remember, I think that was the Jets' first win. I, I, I believe so. I believe it and was. That, they, they were winning. Yeah, it was. And that's the whole thing. You as a you you look at even as a football fan, you're looking at okay, Dak's going to dismantle this this team, and Dak goes out there and I think he had one of the worst games of his his season. Yeah, he laid an egg, man. He he was awful that game. And I say Sam Donald coming off a of mono <laughs> went out there and was like, <laughs> like, the, like like tore down and like tearing down the top. I'm like, what? What is this? And that's and that's the whole thing is like you know. That that's the whole thing. Okay, show us how, what you can that go out here and do against the Jets. Him not getting a long term contract, man. That definitely exactly like that factored into him not getting a long term deal. Games like that where you should have a guaranteed dub, mm-hmm. and you lose to the winless mm-hmm. Jets. Mm-hmm. You can't come, do that. Like right there, right there. I'm going. Dak, put your street clothes on. Get get the hell out of here. Like, yeah. come on. You can't do that, bro. You can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> I'm going to trade you, you for, I mean, like for a Coke and a bag of Funyuns. Like, yeah, you can't do that, man. And, and you know, that's the whole thing. And, like, you know, like we were saying, you know, he, he had he had some shoes to fill. They weren't very big shoes. Mm-hmm. But that's the sad part is, is you're not filling them. Mm-hmm. And they weren't big shoes. to. You weren't filling Tom Brady shoes. You were filling Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo. Very the man, to put it in, you know, if Romo wore a size eight, Dak's probably making, you know, a children's three. Mm-hmm. You know, he ain't even close to filling those. Tony, if it came down to, I'm taking Tony over Dak. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I had, you know, my criticisms of Tony Romo, but he, in big moments, he played better than what, what Dak had, I think. And he had more guts, too. He wasn't afraid to throw that ball down the field, either. That, Tony Romo was a, was a tough SOB. He was a baller, and then he's a he's a darn good commentator too. He's doing good. Oh, I love has. I love I love him in the booth. He, I love him. In the he's, booth. Like I said, he, he did much better than I would have. I would have never expected. Not that I thought he would do bad in the booth, but he's exceeded everybody's expectations with his well, work on CBS in the booth. He's killing it, man. I was one of those guys where it's like, oh, Tony Romo, Tony Romo's got a booth job, and I was like, oh shit. No, no, make me say me. I was like, I said, oh, here we go. I was sad. I was sadly mistaken. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm listening to these games of call, and he's like, he's called every play so far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the? What the heck? I'm telling okay. you, this, this guy, this guy's awesome. All right, Tony Nostradamus Romo, let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he got paid too. He got a hundred eighty million dollar contract, man. The man got paid. Of course, he, yeah. I mean, and that, and that's the thing. He's gonna be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, I definitely think it's it's a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, apologize to everyone out there for me dropping an S bomb. I will, I will be careful with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let's see. We got the Giants signing James Bradbury, Blake Martinez, Leonard Williams, and Kyle Fackrell. All righty. Um, not a lot of names I know. Yeah, not a lot of names I know either, there, man. Not a lot, but okay. Um, the Eagles get Darius Slay in a trade. That was a good look for them. Uh, Javon Hargrave, Nickel Roby Coleman, and Will Parks. Roby Coleman, I mean, that, that'll be a definite, definite help for them. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Your boys, the Redskins. Yes, here we go. Kendall Fuller, Thomas Davis, and Randall Darby. 
They also add um, add weapons for quarterback Dwayne Haskins. You think they'll sign Dwayne Haskins? I think so. I don't think he's in a contract year yet, but I think it depends on what he does this season too. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they have to worry about that at least for another couple of seasons. Oh yeah, that's right. He's got another year. Yeah, he's got, yeah, another, sure. he's got another, at least another year before they have to worry about that. And they also picked up, they picked up um Kyle Allen from the Panthers to back him up. I think I think that's a good move. He knows the um. Uh, Ron Rivera's system. I mean, that, that, that's a good move to pick up. Now, do you... All right, now, here's the question. Mm-hmm. You being a Redskins fan. Yes, sir. Trent Williams. Trade mm-hmm. or keep? See, that's, that's a tricky one. I would say you want to try to keep him because you want to keep that offensive line intact. You've got a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. You want to keep him upright, and you definitely want to protect him. And you've got one of the best, if not the best left tackle in football. But if it's going to be all this drama with him, he don't really want to be there and everything, I would try to trade him. But at the same time, I haven't heard anything like lately like as far as like him wanting to be, you know, like destinations where he's going to be traded and everything. And they would say some yeah. his asking price was – too high and everything, and then I heard Tampa Bay could be interested. Some people saying the Chargers are going to be interested. So, and he still has one year left on his contract, so they wouldn't have to necessarily trade him. They could still try to hopefully work things out. But, but, but I'm just you know this has been just back and forth, back and forth. Him and the medical staff, him and Bruce Allen, who's no longer there. It's just, just like back and forth. And you heard like him and Ron Rivera kind of starting to work things out, and they were saying you know there was no way he might not come back. He wants to be traded. So it's just a lot of, I would like to keep him, but if it's going to be a lot of drama with him still being on the team, I try to trade him and try to get whatever you can get back from him. But you don't want to, like, you know, just give up anything for him at the same time. So it's, 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 that's, that's a tough situation. Very tough situation. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? And y'all got, what, Morgan Moses on the opposite side of him or right next to him? I yeah, think, so. we, we got Sheriff. We gave him the franchise tag. He signed his franchise tag. So we got uh, Brendan Sheriff back there on the offensive line. So that's definitely gonna help and like I say you bring you, you have the um Trent Williams there that's a that's a solid you know <clears throat> offensive line there that you can you know keep Haskins Haskins upright so that's what you want to do you don't want him you know taking a lot of hits so then it looks like the uh Cal or not the Cal the Redskins also signed JD McKissick mm-hmm. um as well as running back Peyton Barber and you also landed address another uh Need via trade by landing quarterback quarterback Kyle Allen. Yes, yeah, like I was mentioning earlier. Like I said, I like the moves. They they been making big splashy moves, but they've been bringing in like you know making little small moves, filling needs, and you know bringing guys in here. You know that are hungry and going to want to you know come in here and compete and want to try to you know be part of the team here with uh, uh in the uh, Ron Rivera era. So not flashy moves, but smart moves. I feel the Redskins have been making so far. How do you feel about um, Terry McLaurin? I love him, man. That dude is going to be special. That that was like a steal in last year's draft. Him and Harmon and Steve Sims Jr., that's a nice young receiving core right there. And Terry McLaurin, man, I'm telling you, that guy's going to be special, man. We're going to be, you know, give him a couple seasons, man. They're going to be talking about him as one of the, you know, with the Hopkins and the, you know, Odell Beckham, they're going to be talking about him as one of the top receivers in the game. And this, he, that, that was special. Very special. And he knows Haskins. My cousin they, they loves together. him, too. What'd you say? My cousin loves him, too. And Madden, he signed 
he gave Terry McLaurin a $145 million contract. Oh, wow. Hey, I ain't mad at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that at all. Pay that, pay that man. The man deserves his money. I'm, I'm all for it. So it looks like the Bears did some moves as well. Yes, they did. Um, bringing in Robert Quinn, uh, quarterback Nick Foles via a trade, mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham, Artie Burns, and Barkevius Mingo. Um. <clears throat> Now, here's the question. Do you think Trubitsky's job is in question with Foles in the team, on the team? I think so. If he can stay healthy and you get the Phillies, Nick Foles. I think somebody somebody on the coaching staff there played in Philly, so they know Nick Foles. So they know what you know how to get the best out of him. I think he's definitely going to challenge him for that job. Because, like I said, Nick Foles. Nick Foles in the right system in the right moments. Nick Foles can play. He's a baller. The man went to the Super Bowl. The man's a Super Bowl champion. So I think he's definitely going to challenge him, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, for his job. It looks like what it says here is Chicago traded their fourth consumptionary pick for Jack to Jacksonville for Nick Foles, who played under Bears coach Matt Nagy. Yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Matt Nagy. Yeah, I like that yeah, move for the Bears. And they got now, and now they got Quinn next to Khalil Mack. Oh Jesus! Uh oh. Good lordy. Uh oh. Okay, okay. Bears they try to make that. Moves. They try to make that that defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bears making some moves, man. Let's see. Then we got the Lions, who got Desmond Trufant, uh, Danny Shelton, Jamie Collins. I have no idea how to say this guy's name, so I'm not even going to tempt it. Okay. <laughs> and Nick Williams, uh, apparently it's Vitae. Mm-hmm. Vitae is the guy's, I guess he's like a Samoan dude. Mm-hmm, probably, see, that sounds like a Samoan name. Uh, and then Nick Williams at defensive tackle. So they bring in some, a few defensive tackles. Okay. Looks like they did a lot of um, defensive uh, signings in this um this offseason so build up that defense i mean you know the lions have never really had a bad in my opinion had a bad offense it's it was their defense mainly that was a lot a problem a lot of the time yeah very true very true they, they, they wasn't so much the offense it was, like i said on the defensive side of the ball it's been there issue but they got the number three pick in the draft too so they can get a top draft pick as well definitely i mean that'll definitely definitely help them mm-hmm we got Green Bay signing uh, Christian Kirksey, Devin Funches, and Rick Wagner. Right. So bringing in uh, a linebacker, a wide receiver, and a right tackle. Okay. So there's definitely, definitely some moves there that they did. Minnesota, um, of course, losing. Diggs. Diggs. Um, Bringing in Michael Pierce, who was a former Baltimore Raven. Oh, okay. Um, Tajay Sharp, Dan Bailey, Kirk Cousins, and Anthony Harris. I don't think Tajay is going to fill that Stefan Diggs uh, Diggs hole. Oh there. no, no, not, not at all, not at all, man. That, 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 those are big shoes to try to fill. I don't think he's doing that. Yeah, just um, one of the ones that surprised me, and this was. 
I don't know if this was smart or not. The Atlanta Falcons signing Todd Gurley. Yes, and they did that fast too because, like, the um, Rams released him, and like the very next day, he had signed a deal with Atlanta. I was like, "Wow, that was quick." He didn't he didn't stay on the market that long. I mean, did did the Rams think he was going to be on free agency that long? I mean, that was that's one of the best running backs in the game. It is. Oh, without question. Then it looks like they acquired Hayden Hurst, which I believe he came from. Baltimore. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, then let's see who else they got. Dante Fowler Jr., Laquan Treadwell, Leroy Reynolds, and Justin McCray. So, one of that, I mean, the biggest, the biggest signing you got to look at for the Falcons is Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah. That's without question. Like I said, that's a, that's a good look for them on the offensive side of the ball with Julio and Matt Ryan and those guys and, yeah, that's that's a good signing for them. Very good signing. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Carolina, I think we brought it up earlier. Um, signed Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson, who is a great wide receiver. Yes. Uh, Stephen Weatherly, Tahir Whitehead, P.J. Walker, um, former XFL quarterback. P.J. Walker played for one of the uh, XFL teams, so these guys are actually getting signed. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, I think good, good, good for them. Good for them, man. I think, I think most of them have, uh, at least the two or three I've heard of, I think have all been quarterbacks. Yeah, most of them I've heard have been quarterbacks too. Like I said, good, good look for them. Let's see. Then we got John Miller, Trey Boston, and Justin Burris. Okay. Um. Do you think Carolina's putting all their money in Bridgewater? I think so, because Cam's not there anymore. Kyle Allen, they created him to the Redskins. I think they're putting all their money on Teddy Bridgewater being being the guy there. And like I say, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater can play. He played in Minnesota. Then he's been, you know, backing up Drew Brees the past two seasons. And he came in and played really well for him uh, when Brees went down last season. I think he went undefeated. I think he won all five of his starts that he started for them last season. So that definitely helped in him getting this contract as well. I think that's, that's a, since, you know, Cam's not there anymore, that's a good good replacement. Teddy Bridgewater can play, and he proved that last season. Definitely, definitely. Um, Saints, of course, re-signing Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. You knew he wasn't going nowhere. Oh, you, we, we, knew, <laughs> we, we, knew, we knew that. We knew he was staying. They get Emmanuel Sant. They get Emmanuel Sanders as well as Malcolm Jenkins, Andreas Pete, and David Oyemeta. That's good for them, especially that Sanders Sanders move. That gives them another, you know, legit number two receiver to go next to Michael Thomas. And of course, you got Kamara there coming out the backfield. So that's just another another weapon for Drew Brees to throw to, man. There you go, man. I mean, it's it'll definitely be definitely be be a Interesting season for them and Drew Brees. I think this is Drew's last season too. Yeah, I think so. I think I think we're going to see a lot of the old veterans, especially with a quarterback. In my opinion, what will be a quarterback heavy first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of see a lot of these older quarterbacks kind of passing the torch. Like, all right, it's time for you to step up, young man. Let me help you as much as I can. Mm-hmm. But you know, and basically saying, okay, it's time for you to take over the reins. Mm-hmm. 
And I think for a lot of us, you know, especially a lot of us fans, you know, who've been watching, you know, Drew Breeses and, 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 you know, the Phillip Rivers and, and things like that, you know, you and me both being in our thirties, you know, we've seen some great quarterbacks and, you know, we, we've, most of our NFL's, you know, watching career has been watching Breeze and Rogers, Roethlisberger, you know, guys like this who are finally stepping down and it's like, okay, now it's the end of an era. But the whole thing is, is now can these new guys make a new era for themselves? Yeah, that, that's very true. That's a very, very good point. So I, I definitely think it's going to be, it'll be interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of prove me games and prove me times for a lot of these young kids coming up. Uh, Burrow, I think, is going to be the one with is going to be looked at with the most scrutiny and looked at under the microscope the most is because he's the he's the big talked about name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you I think if it. anyone's going to be like, okay, you got prove me games, hey, we're going to watch Burrow see what he does. Mm-hmm. Very true. So hopefully the young man shows up. Um, Tua, I think Tua is going to surprise a lot of people. Um. Jordan Love, I think, will do okay. But I definitely think, you know, you, you're you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of these older players retire this year and just call it quits. I don't think you're gonna Tom Brady's got two years, so I don't think I don't see him going yet, but mm-hmm. you never know. Um speaking of Tom, we're at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who signed the the, the man my buddy calls Captain America because he called him Captain America and his Avengers when he was referring to the Patriots. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they got Tom Brady, Shaq Barrett with a franchise tag, Jason Pierre-Paul, and Dominican Sue and Kevin Minter. Okay. So the Bucks are trying to make a squad. Yeah, they're trying to get a little squad going out there down there in Tampa Bay. Brady's definitely the way to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you trying to that's the trying to win. That's that's the route you go. And I think, in my opinion, this will prove if Tom Brady is really the the goat. Because yeah. Tom Brady, his entire career has played under Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. So we have to see is Tom Brady the same quarterback under a different coach? That's that's gonna be the million dollar question. What is he they're going to do outside of that Belichick system. He's going to be a brand new offense with Bruce Arians over there. That's going to be interesting to see how he how he adapts. Like I said, he's older now. I mean, it would be different if he was, you know, younger coming in, but like I said, he's about to learn on the fly with new offense, new weapons around him. We're going to see if he's ready to, ready to step up to the plate and see what he does. I mean, that's going to be the, you know, the one thing, because if you're the GOAT, if you're the greatest of all time, you can play anywhere. Yeah, doesn't matter, you know, the system, the coaching staff, the receivers, you can make those necessary adjustments. So it looks like we're on the Cardinals. We got Jordan Phillips, Devon Kennard, and Devondre Campbell. So not a lot of names I can really comment on. No, uh, it looks like they're, they're they're upgrading their defense, though. So Okay, nothing wrong with that. Defense wins championships, so hey, nothing wrong with upgrading their defense. There you defense. go. Uh, Rams go with Andrew Whitworth, Austin Blythe, Michael Brockers, Ashawn Robinson, and Leonard Floyd. So again, looks like a lot of defensive players 
for that Rams uh, defense. I still can't believe they got rid of Todd Gurley. Yeah, me, me too. When they said that, I said, what? I said, really? You know, I know you've been having problems with the legs and stuff like that still. How can you just, just let him go like that? I mean, geez. Uh, 49ers signed Eric Armstead and Jimmy Ward. The Seahawks signed Jerron Reed, Bruce Irvin, Quentin Dunbar, Greg Olson, Luke Wilson. Not the actor, guys. That's right. <laughs> uh, <exactly. laughs> Philip Dorsett, Brendan Shell, BJ Finney, Cedric Ogbagai, and Chance Warmack. So Seattle definitely making the most moves. Yeah, this free agency. Yeah, they definitely made made the most moves so far. It seems like. But I mean, definitely bringing in a, a big name like Greg Olson and you know, uh, Bruce Irvin, Quentin Dunbar. Like, definitely go. They're definitely going to be a team to to look out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seattle, they're always, like, they always, like I said, you know, even though they've lost a lot of guys on the defense side of the ball, you know, when they were the Legion, the Boom, and everything, they still got a solid team over there. Yeah, I mean, definitely, man, definitely. It's it's going to be an interesting season. Um, we have hit that hour mark in this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we covered most of, a lot of what we wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, I know you wrote an article about the... The uh, one of the things we're going to talk about for a little bit here, is, uh, maybe for about you know a few minutes, just to just to kind of not have you guys you know have us ramble on for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I know Chris, you wrote an article on the new format that the NFL is looking at, and uh, I think it got approved actually. So I think it will be we will be seeing it this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Well, um, this, yeah, this one I didn't write an article on it, but I did take some notes down on it. So basically, this season, you know, they're adding some extra teams to the playoff format. So basically, this is how it's, and I think it did get approved. So basically, it's going to be broken down like this: seven teams from each conference will make the playoffs. Top seed from each conference will receive the first round by six games on wild card weekend, three on Saturday, three on Sunday, and it said the format expected to take place uh, this coming season. That's going to be very interesting, you know, adding that extra, you know, extra couple teams to the playoffs. It's going from 12 teams to 14 teams now. So two extra teams in the playoffs now. And, I mean, and, and you know, we were talking about it. There have been a lot of players and fans who um, who are not liking this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you think? How do you think it were? I mean, you're basically giving two other teams a chance to, you know, get in the playoffs and, and things like that. You know, I, I mean, that's I guess that's good. But do you think it's going to show a lot of these teams? OK, well, you don't have to be the best to get in the, get in the playoffs or get here, get there, you know. And it's it's more now it's not the best teams are going to make it. It's OK. Now, if you got a black record, you can make the playoffs. Yeah, I can definitely see it from both sides. I mean, I've had kind of mixed feelings on it, too. I mean, you're, gonna have, you're probably going to have some teams that are kind of, you know, that normally wouldn't make the playoffs, kind of maybe barely kind of squeak in to the playoffs. But I'm going to give it a chance to see how it actually plays out. Because, like I said, we could sit here and be very critical of it and it actually could be a very good thing for the league. So let's kind of see how it works out, kind of yeah, yeah. Give, give it an opportunity and see how it actually works. And... 
like I say, so, I mean, change, change can be good, change can be bad, but I'm going to say, let's, I'm going to give it an opportunity before I, like, fully, like, you know, shoot it down. But it's, 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 it's going <laughs> to inter- be interesting to see how that is now, now that we've got two more teams making the playoffs. Like I said, I guess, you know, it gives the teams opportunity, you know, more teams in the playoffs. So that's more football for us. Like I said, more wild card games, and that other team gets to buy now. So it's going to be interesting. I definitely think um, every team, and what what is it, the is it the NFC East, where you can make it to the playoffs with like six and ten or like seven and something like a, like mm-hmm. I think, that, mm-hmm. I think they, they they're definitely smiling right now. Yeah, you definitely know those teams that have been like a, normally been like on the bubble and everything. They got more of an opportunity to kind of get into the postseason now. Let's see how it works. Let's see how, let's see how long it actually lasts. Let, 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 let's give it a chance. Let's let's see. Now, one thing I, I will like, and you know, here, I mean, I guess here with, on our podcast, we can talk more than just the NFL. But I watched the XFL this season, mm-hmm. and I like their extra point system. I, I don't did, know if you saw any of the games, but I did. Say you could do one, two, or three points after a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on where you ran the ball from is what point you got. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. I like that, too. And I like that kickoff rule, too, where they wait till the guy actually gets the ball and then he can then he ta- then they start coming after him. I like that as well. Because that's one of the things the NFL has done. They're kind of taken away from the kickoff and punt return. That's one of the most exciting things in the game, I felt. You know, we both grew up watching guys like, you know, Deion Sanders and uh, um, this guy used to play with the Devin- Bears. Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Devin yeah. Hester and the guy who threw with the keys, uh, Dante Hall. So see them returning kicks. So, you know, they kind of took that element away. I like how the XFL did that as well. So that's something they should definitely consider adding to the NFL game, I would think. I mean, I definitely think with, with the way the XFL does it, and, you know, you and me have been watching football long enough to where if you when that team takes off as soon as that ball is kicked, that's a lot of injuries. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of guys A lot of momentum, a lot of big hit just big one-on-one hits. Mm-hmm. And I think with the way the XFL does it, you have a chance for the one team to to block, but mm-hmm. you also prevent injury, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot safer, I feel. So, I mean, definitely, if, if the, the NFL has become you know all about safety. I definitely think it should be something they should look into and kind of implement. But I kind of like how, especially we've seen these you know two or three XFL signings, I kind of like how the XFL is now becoming like the NFL's minor league, mm-hmm. you know, and for you baseball fans out there, you know, you'll understand, you know, a reference to that and, and things like that. I kind of like, and I kind of think that's what the XFL is going to become. I don't think it's going to be as big as the NFL. Yeah. And it's yeah. So I, I don't think Vince has come in. I don't think Vince has come in with that, you know, mindset of, I want to be bigger than the, than the NFL. No, Vince, it ain't going to happen, bro. No, no that's not happening. <laughs> not going to happen. No, you want to offer a nice alternative for guys that, you know, that can't get to the NFL. This is a place that they can go and kind of showcase showcase their talents, basically. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, it, I think it'll definitely be like the, or, you know, those guys who want to train and, and do things like that, you know, instead of training at home or things like that, you know, because a lot of the times these players aren't hitting training camp yet. Mm-hmm. So, hey, go play in the XFL for a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Will you risk injury? Yeah. But if that prevents you from getting field rust, hey, why not? Yeah. Go out there, get the practice, get your name out there and everything. 
And one of the big things I think they did too was they focused actually being, you know, an actual legitimate like football league. They got away from the gimmicky stuff that we saw that first go around. It actually was actually real football being played out there too. So I think they yeah. definitely, you know, it was unfortunate, you know, with everything going on, they had they had to end the season. You know, I understand why, but hopefully they come back next year, you know, you know, stronger than ever. I was like that games and I got to actually see I was I was enjoying it. It was some good football being played out there. Oh, I was lo- I was loving it, you know. And I love, like I said, I love the kickoff aspect, but I like I like that you there was a lot of guys who we've never heard of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of like I liked it, and I liked arena football because arena football was like it wasn't guys who we heard of, so you weren't hearing like, oh, you know, so and so going down the field, and I'm like, okay, I, I like hearing these new names and seeing mm-hmm. you know other talent out there, you know, that's not big bonuses, big contracts and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know. And I definitely see the XFL expanding and you know and like you said, I think that's why Vince failed the first time as he tried to be very gimmicky with it because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, you know, he's the owner of of professional sports entertainment mm-hmm. company, you know, WWE is mm-hmm. is entertainment. It's mm-hmm. it's for the fans and I think that's where he failed yes. the first time with the XFL. Mm-hmm. Is he made it very like gimmicky and things like that but mm-hmm. now i think i think he stepped more away but i think he's more the bankroll mm-hmm. for the xfl and got, got actually minds that understand one of the day-to-day stuff yeah yeah exactly so i think he got more football minds and i think he's just the bankroll mm-hmm. but uh i definitely enjoyed the xfl when i was watching yeah the, the games i actually got to watch um when they were playing i definitely enjoyed them i definitely was enjoying what i was seeing so like i wish them the best hopefully they come back stronger than ever next season yeah, I, d- I definitely, definitely hope the XFL does. I definitely hope uh, sports starts get, kicking off again soon. Yes. Um, we've been seeing a lot of these uh, simulations. Um, like the other night, I saw the Capitals played the uh, Red Wings because they were supposed to play them that night. They uh-huh. played an NHL 20 game. Yeah, and, and the Wizards were doing the same thing too. I was watching that the other night. They were playing the um, Pelicans. I see a lot of, and a lot of um, teams are doing that now with the simulated uh, games on the 2K and the video game style. And I think, I think it's a nice way to, you know, keep normalcy in our lives because, you know, the Corona, this is the coronavirus, man. This is scary. Like, people ain't working. The stock market's crashing. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's scary, bro. But, it is you know, very scary. We would never, who would have thought, man? Who would have thought they would have, would have came down this? I don't think nobody saw this coming. No, nah, nobody, nobody, man. But, um, uh, guys, I think we're going to call it a wraps here on the, uh, on the show, we're going to leave you guys with a Twitter question. And the Twitter question tonight is going to be, who do you think had the best free agency signing so far? Because we ain't done yet. There's probably going to be a lot more moves. But as of right now, who do you think had the best signing or the most surprise signing? Um, Chris, we'll get your, who do you think, in your mind, who do you think, came out winning on the NFL, the signings we've seen so far? Man, um, I mean, I got to go Tampa Bay. I mean, you're getting Tom Brady in there, even though he's older. I mean, that's definitely going to help them, even though it's, it's gonna be, not going to be a cakewalk for them because that division is going to be very tough. So that was definitely a good look for them. Um, I like a lot of the moves the Redskins have made, like the moves the Ravens, Ravens have made. Um. I like the moves Oakland 
I mean, Oakland, um, Las Vegas has made. I like that they made some good moves over there. And I'd say there's still a lot of moves to be made. Cam Newton's still out there. Uh, Clowney's still out there. Winston's still yep. out there. There's still moves to be made. But, yeah, man. And like I say, I think once the draft happens, too, I think we'll also kind of get a feel. Because once people have kind of, you know, picked up some people in the draft, we'll kind of see fully how, you know, the offseason goes. But I've, I've liked what I've seen so far in the offseason. And, um... Arizona getting um, Hopkins. That's that's a good look for them over there with Tyler Murray. That gives him a target to throw to now. Definitely, definitely. I gotta go. I gotta go with you with Tampa. I gotta go Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. That makes and I definitely gotta go. Um, where where girly go? What Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta go. At, I gotta go Atlanta. I mean, all three of those teams, in my opinion, made great. Big name signings. Um, <clears throat> I'll have to, we'll have to see how Jason Witten does in, in um, with the Raiders. Um, I more I think it was more of a getting butts in seats kind of thing. But yeah, same here. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see if it was a legitimate thing, you know, and if they put him on the field and, and things like that. But uh, my three teams are definitely. I gotta go. I gotta go Atlanta. I gotta go Buffalo, and I gotta go uh, Tampa. All making some great, great moves. Uh, Buffalo acquiring Stephon Diggs. You know, Tampa getting that big name and Tom Brady and definitely uh, Atlanta helping their run game, you know, getting Todd Gurley. I mean, you know, even with the leg thing, he's still, you know, that's that's still one of the best backs in the league. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, it's, it's definitely going to make an impact. It is. But, um, guys, that, that'll be – that's the Twitter question. Uh, who do you think has made the best and um, biggest uh, – signings who do you th- who do you who whose signings do you like who do you think came out winning um you guys can tweet us your responses at three and out podcast one on twitter um you guys can follow me at whovian dude i want to say whovian dude 32 on twitter um and that's it for me guys um definitely stay safe out there um try and give Try and keep some normalcy in your life. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I know Chris has got some stuff to uh, promote to you guys, so I'm uh, I'm gonna let Chris take it away here. Alrighty, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as my Instagram page, DC Sports Fan Twenty Three. Uh, check out the Grand Slam podcast. Did an episode over the weekend with Jay. We brought that back. Uh, we talked about Cal Ripken. Breaking Lou Gehrig's streak, and also talked about Lou Gehrig as um not Lou Gehrig, talked about um Greg Maddox, um Greg Maddox as well. Follow our page at Slam underscore podcast. Also, if you've got any um baseball related pictures from games you've gone to, uh, memorabilia, you know, I'm telling you this as well, John. Um, I've been posting pictures on the Twitter page and on the, our Instagram page, our Instagram page as well at the Grand Slam Podcast. Since the baseball season is not going on right now, we've been t- I've been posting a lot of baseball related pictures to kind of lift your spirits up and kind of you know keep keep the baseball vibes going. So if you got any pictures or anything you want to send me, you can definitely hit me up about that. I'll post them on the page. Also, check out my writing medium.com/slash/at/brokenmoneymaker as well as uh, my Facebook page for my writing, the cash in, talking all things sports, wrestling, pop culture related, also football and friends, all football related news I talk about, 
Also, check out my products for sale. Storefrontier.com slash Rider315. T-shirts and hoodies on there. Just put out some new T-shirts on there um, the other night. And also, Teesprings.com slash stores slash MoneymakerChris. So, check those out as well. Also, one big thing for the other guys. Um, put Jay, the guy who's made this show possible. Um, listen to a lot of his podcasts. I know he is he still doing his uh movie one? Yeah, he's still doing movie talk and everything. Yeah, and he's doing a lot of stuff with uh the TV Zone podcasting network, man. Doing a lot of different stuff TV, movies, he's doing a lot of cool stuff, man. And of course, like I said, these shows, these are sports shows that are on the network, man. Doing a lot of big things with the TV Zone podcasting network. So, guys, check that out TV Zone podcasting network. You can uh. Find it available mostly on, on most of your podcast uh, apps. I believe it Anchor. is on Podbean. He's on Anchor. He's on Anchor now. Check out Anchor. Download the Anchor app. You can find the TV Zone podcast on the Anchor app. They there Anchor you go. App. Anchor. All right. Anchor app, guys. So there you go. Uh, definitely check it out. This show will be on there. A lot of Jay shows. Uh, the Grand Slam podcast. Yeah, shout out to him, man. We love Jay, man. That's our guy. Jay, yeah, Jay, thank you again for this, man. I hope you are being safe there, sir. Yes, yes, most definitely. And uh, again, guys, just be safe out there. Get back to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see you guys at the start of the season. All right. Take care and be safe out there, guys. <laughs>